If you ever talk to a motivational speaker or life coach, they will most likely talk to you about adversity. In fact, it's probably one of their favorite topics to talk about. And there's a reason for this. You will face adversity. Everyone does. The strongest people are the ones who know how to keep getting up when they get knocked down. Sports are a good metaphor for life. As an athlete, the hardest adversity to overcome is an injury. The worst feeling is when you want to play and physically can't. I tore my ACL in my left knee last year, and this was the largest adversity that I had faced in my life. The timeline for a return to play after an ACL tear is about a year. That meant I could potentially miss my senior season of football. This was devastating news, because football has been one of the largest parts of my life. High school football has been the best part of my year for each of the past three years. Sophomore year, I got the opportunity to play on the varsity team. I was only on kickoff, but the coaches saw some talent in me and expressed their faith in my abilities. At the end of the season, they told me that they couldn't imagine starting the best 11 players and me not being one of those players. I went into junior year with high hopes and the will to earn my spot. That summer was uneventful, but I was named a starter as expected. I was in a new position, but practiced well and proved myself. I was anxious to start the season. The first game was away versus LaSalle, Peru. I must have been noticeably nervous to them, too, as they ran the ball at me quite frequently, hoping to exploit my inexperience. Their plan backfired as I made the tackles and stepped up to the challenge. In my first varsity game, I led the team in tackles with the nine and both sacks and forced fumbles with two of each. I knew I'd faced my nerves and adversity and risen to the challenge. Before we knew it, we were 3-0, one of the best starts in recent memory. I was still looking to prove myself after I only got to play two of the first three games due to a shoulder injury. I was amped up and ready to go for kickoff against Peak in week four. I was sprinting down the field when I got hit. My left leg was planted in the ground and the hit to my right shoulder made my whole body twist. My knee twisted and popped. I took another step, still going full speed, and when I stepped on my left leg again, I knew it wasn't right. The inside of my knee felt like a spring-loaded pair of scissors. Whenever you close those scissors that have a spring in them, they make the sound of two metal pieces sliding past each other, and then they pop back to where they're supposed to be. That sound is pretty much what it felt like, if that makes any sense. I went down to the ground and held my knee. The trainer came over and checked me out. She didn't believe it to be my ACL initially. No two injuries are the same, and my knee did not swell at all, which is a telltale sign of a torn ACL. So I practiced the whole next week and played the game just seven days later, and I led the team in tackles yet again. I knew my knee was not okay when the swelling would not subside. It was recommended that I go get an MRI to check it out. An MRI is one of the more uncomfortable experiences someone could have done. The machine is extremely loud and cold, and you have to lay virtually still for up to 20 minutes. This is a very tough combination to combine, but most people can suffer through it. I will never forget the moment I heard the results. I was walking to the door to leave the school to get Subway, part of my pre-game routine. Then I heard a voice. Geiger, Coach really said. So did you hear the news? No, what? I replied. Oh, it's very interesting. You should go talk to Katie, he said back. At the time, I mistook his interest and tone as the news being the good kind. I was wrong. Katie. What's going on? Did I get my results back? I questioned her. Yeah, you you tore your ACL and meniscus. You partially tore your MCL, and you have deep bone bruising in your kneecap and leg, she said very bluntly. My head felt like it was very blurry. I was blindsided by the news. I had been fine for weeks, and I had played and practiced on it. How could I do any of that if the injury was this serious? 
Katie said she was surprised I could walk on it, let alone play football on it. Either way, surgery was to be needed. Then, almost a full two months after the date of injury, I was finally ready for surgery. I was taken to the room at the hospital where I changed into my gown and my leg was numbed. Then, I was put on a stretcher. I was wheeled around the hospital for what felt like hours. Finally, they opened up the double doors in front of us and wheeled me in. The ceiling was composed of the metal of machinery and very bright lights that blinded me. I could hear the faint clink sound of metal tools hitting each other, likely scalpels and such. The air conditioner was working so furiously that one breath in and the air smelled so sharp the only way to describe it is cold. Soon it was time and a nurse walked over with a mask. She asked me to hold it over my nose and mouth and take deep breaths. The last thing I remember was a funny taste in my mouth. The anesthesia had a taste of something so familiar, yet I couldn't put my finger on it in time. When I awoke, I was in pain. I took some pain meds and got home safely. The next week, we met with a physical therapist, got crutches, and scheduled an appointment. I went to therapy for two, to two days a week for five months. I worked harder than ever, and I was cleared to return to football practice in April, which was half the time the doctor initially predicted. The amount of pain and hard work I pushed through to get back to the sport I love seemed insurmountable at first. Something that helped was a Will Smith interview that I had heard somewhere along the way. He said, You don't set out to build a wall. You don't start there. You say, I'm going to lay this brick as perfectly as a brick can be laid. And you do that every single day, and soon you have a wall. When I was frustrated many times when I couldn't do what I could do before, I learned a very important lesson. Real strength isn't just how much weight you can push or pull or lift. Real strength comes from within. It's how much adversity you can endure and still push through what to accomplish what needs to be done.